You're listening to the Elevate Your Soul podcast. Find us online at elevateyoursoul.com, SoundCloud, and on Apple Podcasts. Today, I'm speaking with Kristen Acarale, stress and anxiety alchemist. Learn more at kristenacarale.com. Hi, Kristen. Welcome to the Elevate Your Soul podcast. How are you doing? Great. Thanks so much for having me. Super excited to have you here. So I know that recently you have changed a little bit of direction with your your title and stuff, but tell me a little bit about who you are, what you do, and how you put your magic out into the world. Okay. Well, thanks again so much for having me. Really excited to be here. This is my very first podcast interview, so it's pretty exciting. Um, so my journey, um, goes back to several years ago when my kids were little and I had panic attacks and severe anxiety. And this is something I had never experienced before and found myself just like thinking that I was losing my mind. I was going crazy because if you've ever had a panic attack, that's really what it feels like. Yes. Very experienced. These were happening to me at work. I had recently gone back to work full time and had two little kids, um, two and six months that I had to put in daycare, which was not part of my plan. And so I had a lot of guilt and stress about that Mm -hmm. manifesting in these panic attacks. And what I learned, um, I did go to counseling for a little bit. And what I learned was that I was not putting anything back into myself. I was giving everything to my family, to my kids. I was depleted. Even on my lunch breaks, I would go and breastfeed my daughter. So I wasn't even taking time at work to go take a walk or do something for myself. And I realized that I was just like this empty vessel with just nothing left. I had been, I had just given everything to my family, my kids, and was kind of recovering from some financial trauma that my husband and I went through mm-hmm. and I learned some breathing techniques and yoga which helped me really get through that time and later I decided to go and become a yoga teacher and get deeper into this practice of meditation and breath work and yoga that was so helpful for me mm. and um did you have a question <laughs> No, I just know how powerful what you what you do is, and and I'm yeah. I just love your story. Thank you. So um, I did a yoga training, which was a more active style of yoga, which I really did enjoy. But it wasn't until I went to another studio and learned a very slow, deep, meditative form of yoga that I realized that even when I was doing yoga, I was I was not really that relaxed because it was it was like a workout. It was you know strengthening and you know like I wasn't really relaxing I would relax at the end but it wasn't really a whole you know that relaxing experience Mm -hmm. and I got deeper into understanding what how stress and anxiety manifests in our body and what that does to our body so even though I had managed my anxiety on a certain level I hadn't really let go completely really understood how to fully relax I had just kind of maintained a level of sanity mm-hmm. <laughs> for a while. So um, when we are in a stressed or anxious state and to the point of having panic attacks, we are stuck in this fight and flight um, 
pattern, which most people are really familiar with, that is, it's a really, it's an important state that our body has that originally was from our ancestors when they were really presented with life or death situations and had to be ready to run from danger or, or hide or whatever. Right. But in our society, we get into this state just being bombarded with media, um, tasks we have to do, running around, filling our days, taking care of anyone work, you know, all the things that we're just constantly bombarded with. And many of us get stuck in this state of fight or flight. And, and we all know what horrible things stress does to our body. Stress is the cause of most illnesses and, and autoimmune disorders and, you know, really contributes to a lot of detrimental things in our body, pain, you know, you just start developing pain in your body. And, um, and we're not supposed to be living in that state because you can't heal when you're just in that amped up state and not able to relax. And so I learned with a deeper study with this new mentor that there are specific ways you can use breath work and move your body very slowly with your eyes closed and start to release all the tension in your body because the tension from being stressed and anxious just accumulates in your cells. And it's like the tiny fibers of a rope that are braided or knotted. And that's what your muscles and cells are doing because they're just holding on for dear life because you know, you're in this fear state. Mm -hmm. Learning how with all these techniques to kind of take those fibers and start unbraiding the rope or peeling the layers off the onion. And um, many of my students, when they first experience this, they might just have tears streaming. And it's not that they're feeling sad, but it's like, there's just this release that happens. It's like mm -hmm. finally letting go a little bit and feeling safe to do that. And, you know, releasing because as women, especially in our society, we're taught how to give and, and we're rewarded for what we do, like the tasks that we do, how well we do them, what we accomplish. And men too, it's not just women, it's really everyone. Yeah. <laughs> like we're programmed that you have to keep going and accomplishing and doing and pushing and forcing. And, mm -hmm. and we're, not, it's not, we're not taught how to relax or release or let go. And so then what happens, I mean, you see the rates of stress and anxiety and kids now just skyrocketing and everyone just, you know, being in this state. And I just, I know that we're, we're not supposed to live that way. And I certainly don't want to live that way. And I don't think anyone really does. No, I don't think so. I mean, it does make you feel like you're losing your mind when you're having a panic attack and your body is not cooperating and you're having pain and anxiety, you definitely cannot function at full capacity. Right. And then it also really impairs your thinking. So then you're not going to make very good decisions. You know, you're just, you're not going to think really through what you're doing and you're really completely out of touch with your body and your body's signals and your own intuition and that, you know, kind of navigation system in your body, which is so important. So what you do is you help people get back into touch with that through breath work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's breath work, uh, this very soft yoga that I teach, uh, meditation. And also a big factor 
in stress and anxiety is sometimes there's trauma underneath that and the stress is just kind of a symptom of some kind of trauma we haven't healed from. Mm -hmm. Looking at those things and also doing major mindset shifting and getting out of the negative thought patterns that really feed that stress and anxiety. Hmm. So can you, do you have a a technique that like, one of the things I really love about doing this podcast is that I want people to experience, you know, have an experiential moment of what you do. Um, So do you have maybe something that you can share with us, like a technique of breathing that you can kind of walk us through really briefly? Oh, sure. Sure. I'd be happy to. So it's really important. So breath is, it's so cool when you think about breath because it's really it's, a, it's an unconscious thing that your body does. And it's one of the few, the few kind of automatic systems that you can actually take control of. Mm-hmm. And it's really impactful because once you're able to slow and deepen your breath, you can come out of an anxious state very, very quickly. So many of us breathe, well, especially when you're anxious, if you've ever had a panic attack, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> your breath gets super fast and you're breathing like in your upper chest. Yes. Right? Okay. <laughs> so that is not an effective way of breathing. Of course, it's just going to keep the, the anxiety loop going. Mm-hmm. So if you can learn to breathe into your diaphragm, and a really simple way to do this is to take your hands and just place them on either side of your navel so your fingers are kind of facing toward each other okay. and just begin to expand so your belly is pressing into your hands as you inhale and relaxing away from your hands as you exhale. So this, al- this allows space for your diaphragm to push the air into your lungs so that expansion allows your diaphragm to move down as you inhale and then relax as you exhale. So this is just a simple breath awareness and then you can close your eyes and just as you're breathing in just say I'm aware that I'm breathing in as you're exhaling I'm aware that I'm breathing out and then just slowing it down maybe adding a little counting. So that's, it's helpful to add something for your mind to do besides the breathing to keep the focus. So the counting to three or four on your inhales and exhales is a great way to keep the focus there. So Mm -hmm. one thing that's really important with breath work too is to not feel that it's forced because then you're not going to be relaxed. So if it feels forced, just kind of take a step back and relax into it. I'm counting to three on your inhales and exhales or four if that feels comfortable. It's really important to do what feels good in your body. And then you can also become a little more aware of where you're feeling tension. So I know for me that I hold a lot of tension in my jaw, in my eyes, in my neck. Mm-hmm. Um, so as you're kind of getting dropping down into this more relaxed State, just start to notice where you where you're holding tension because we don't often really notice it. So for me, I'm I'm feeling tension like in my mouth for some reason. Oh yeah. So one thing that helps with that is just to wiggle your jaw a little bit. 
and try to unhinge your jaw mm-hmm. and soften your tongue down and let it just rest on the bottom of your mouth with your teeth. Oh. Just kind of soften your mouth. Does that help? Yeah, that does. I mean, bringing the attention into like your tongue and your jaw, you don't really consciously think of those things. So right. it's so important to, to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And then with more and more practice, you'll just be aware as you're going about your day that, you know, of your habits of where you tense up, where you tighten up, where you hold tension, and you'll just start to learn how to relax um, those places. And it becomes kind of a way of life of trying of, of staying in just more of a flow and relaxed state. And of course, we all get stressed and anxious in these moments where, you know, everybody freaks out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if you have these tools and you have a daily practice, you can make those deposits into your, into your bank, you know, it's just like money, like you have to make daily deposits in your self care and your tank so that you can draw on that when you are in a more stressful situation. Yeah, and that's so true. Because what you were saying is, you were working so hard, and you were feeling totally depleted, not giving back to yourself. So you were over giving to everyone else in your life except yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's so true for so many of us. And taking that time back and, and just like, even if you feel like you can't take that time, it, you have to take that time. I mean, I know I don't always do that myself. And then I end up paying the price for it in pain um, through mm-hmm. illness or stress or panic, anxiety, any of those things. Mm-hmm. And so when people, when you feel like you don't have time, there are little ways First of all, everyone has time. If you don't say time, that's not really a true statement, right? Because time is infinite. We all have, you know, an infinite amount of time. It's really how you fill it. But there's ways you can do these things even throughout your day. Like when you're driving, you can practice breath work when you're driving in your car, when you're washing the dishes. You know, like you don't, I mean, it's ideal to set aside time just to devote to this. But if that's really difficult, then find ways to just bring it into the activities that you're doing. Right. Well, and for me, it's never been something that felt normal to do conscious breathing. You know, obviously I breathe, but when you introduced me to conscious relaxation, I was like, oh, this feels very foreign to me. (laughs) Right. Because we're not taught how to do it. And for most of us, when you think of what do you do to relax? It's, you know, oh, I, I watch my shows, I watch movies, I, you know, which those are very enjoyable, fun activities, but they're most, they're really distractions. You know, if you really think about it, you're kind of distracting, you're not focusing on your body when you're doing those activities. And when that activity is over, you're still back in this body that has all the tension and tightness that was there before. So relaxation has is like a conscious choice and actually an action which is a really different way to look at it but it's a choice I'm going to relax now and I'm going to think of it as an action just as I would going to the gym because it's that important yes it's not just falling apart it's saying you know what I'm going to put this energy into feeling better and relaxing consciously and that means focusing in on the body focusing in on the breath mm-hmm And and it's great for pain management, you know, for healing, because it is energy. You know, anytime you're working with the breath and the body, you're also working with energy because we are energy. So 
It becomes, um, and I have students who, who have had amazing physical results. I have a student who had a hip replacement and she said that this style of yoga was better than physical therapy for healing her hip. Um, and people coming in with, you know, high stress and anxiety who have amazing, you know, results from doing wow. this. Okay. Well, so speaking of that, I want to bring up that you do have a opt-in, uh, a freebie gift for anyone that can go to your website, kristinacarolay.com forward slash lush. And um, this is really powerful because it includes some videos that helps them to understand the difference between relaxing and collapsing. And then you, you include um, some med- meditations and some breath work and everything. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, so it's, um, it's really the three secrets to alchemizing your stress and anxiety. And it does, so in, these, in this video series, you get to experience um, what I do with teaching you how to consciously relax and breath work and learning how to soften and receive, which is difficult for many of us. We're more comfortable giving than receiving usually. And surrender and receiving energy, that feminine energy um, allows us to be more present in our body and more connected. And then we have better relationships with everyone in our lives and we feel better and we're just happier all the way around. So let me ask you a question. Why do you think that we have such a problem receiving? (laughs) Well, I don't think we're taught, like if you think back to what you were taught, you know, by your parents or going to school, like when I think back on it, I think of messages like, you know, it's really important to be kind to other people and nice to other people share right but I don't remember anyone ever teaching me it's really important to have self-care and learn how to slow down and even receiving like most of us I think whether it's low self-esteem or low confidence even receiving compliments makes us uncomfortable yeah right so that's really, it's such a good insight because it's true. As children, we were not taught, you know, okay, it's okay to take care of yourself. It was hustle, 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 overgive, 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 make sure everyone else is happy and who cares what happens to yourself. <laughs> yeah, you know, make good grades, do well in school, do your, you know, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's a whole societal kind of message and, and that, you know, like, confidently accepting a a compliment is is not really even taught either because we're mostly taught you know you don't want to seem arrogant or you don't want to seem overly you know confident or full of yourself so I think you know back to my mom my mom probably was just my example of you know being more uncomfortable receiving attention or compliments um, or even help like even asking for help and receiving help if someone offers you know, can I help you with that? I think we're kind of programmed that we can do it all ourselves and that we don't need anyone's help. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I was like that for much of my life where I was like, no, I've got it on my own. I don't need anybody, you know, because that just displays weakness. But it's not true. Like when you think of like, here's a good analogy for that. Like the best, you know, leader, like the best king you could think, I'm just saying king because I watched Game of Thrones recently. (laughs) Like, if you think of the best king or queen, 
they're not going to go into battle by themselves. They're going to have a massive army of the best soldiers, the best trained people to fight their battles. So we're really not any different. The, the strongest people have, you know, people around them supporting them. So why do we think we can just go into our own battle and fight everything by ourselves? <laughs> and we're so much stronger together. I mean, that's the thing about co-creation is like we are meant to have community, community. You know, it's like mm-hmm. that is the power of, of each other. And it's not all about like it's all me. I can do it on my own. When you realize that, you know, we're here together in this collective <laughs> agreement on earth that there's a reason for that. There's a reason you're not the only person person on earth there's a reason there's a lot of people here and we can you know align with the best most conscious way to evolve and do that together and help each other grow exactly yeah like you said we're stronger together so um you know when you feel overwhelmed and you just can't do it all then who who is around you that is just waiting like there are probably people just waiting for you to ask them they would love to (laughs) <laughs> that is so true because I've I've had so many people tell me, you know, just ask and you shall receive. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's what there's, I was missing. It didn't occur to you probably to ask, right? Like you just oh, no. think about it. But there's these people, I mean, we all have, you know, communities who would just love to help us if we asked. And it would bring them such joy. Absolutely. Because it's fulfilling to be able to give, but it's also fulfilling to be able to receive. And so that's where that balance comes in. Right. So I think if we can learn how to receive our own, you know, that time just for ourselves, it starts, everything starts with us. Like how can I receive and start opening myself to experiences of healing, of slowing down, of breathing, And then how can that translate out so that I can receive more love, more support, you know, and it's just going to make you so much, just a richer life overall. I love it. Um, Okay. So is there anything else you want us to know about conscious relaxation and breath work and what you do? Um, Just, no, I think it's just something that really needs to be experienced. It's, you know, talking about it isn't the same as experiencing it um, firsthand. And then um, just being open to that, that experience. And when I work with people, it really is a co, like we all can heal ourselves. So we are all our own healers. So I'm, I'm just essentially sharing the, what I know works for me and works for many people providing tools and support for mm-hmm. women to really alchemize their stress and anxiety and heal from trauma, um, change mindset, and, and really live in a space of more opening and receiving and gratitude. And, um, because we're, supposed, we're not supposed to be stressed out. We're not supposed to suffer. <laughs> not like whatever you think, like, we're not supposed to be like that, even though we have examples of that all around us. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's changing. I mean, it's changing, you know, slowly, but surely I see it shifting 
but it's people like you leading the way with this mission that you have to let people know it's okay to receive. It's okay to feel like you're getting something. You don't have to always be in overgiving mode because when we do open ourselves up to receive, that opens us up to receive abundance as well. Exactly. And abundance in every area of our life, which is our birthright. Yes. Just by being in this body and this human experience. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Um, I just want to reiterate your website so that everyone can know to get their free gift. Um, go to kristinacarolay.com and that will actually be in the show notes. So you can click on the link as well to access that. And um, anything else you want to say before we close out? No, just it was so, so much fun to be here. And thank you so much for having me. It was, I'm really glad you're doing these, this podcast. Yes, I'm so excited to have finally <laughs> launched it. <laughs> thank you so much for being here, Kristen, and I will talk to you soon. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Elevate Your Soul podcast. Remember to subscribe to our podcast on SoundCloud or Apple Podcast. Elevate Your Soul helping you remember your purpose and shine your light so that you can live a totally orgasmic life.